This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. This is probably the greatest takedown you're ever going to see on television. Now, that's a big statement. That's a lot. Maybe exaggerating just a tad bit, but I don't think so. John Kirby, the Biden White House new uh, press flunky and hack, just got destroyed on television yesterday. So much so, I have three clips from it. Don't miss that. I've got a lot on Elon, China, FBI, a lot of stuff going on today. I got my source reached out to me yesterday. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Stop letting big tech and government spy on what you're doing online. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino today. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Huge updates today, including the Democrats' new leader, who is an, yes, an election denier. I thought those people were supposed to be censored and sent off to the gulag. That's what, that's what I heard. That's what, that's, what I, that's what I heard. I guess that only applies to what they consider our conservative election deniers. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. You know Biden's infrastructure bill that Congress passed last year? Well, here's something I bet you didn't know about it. In a few years, every car might be required to come up with a safety device that passively monitors you for impaired driving. How do you feel about that? Government spying on you all the time, even if you did nothing wrong? Big government wants to control every part of your life and clamp down on your digital freedom. That's why I use ExpressVPN to protect my network from being monitored. See, your internet provider can keep logs of your internet activity. Do you know that includes sites you visited, how much time you've been there, videos you watched. Every ExpressVPN shields your internet activity by rerouting all of your network data through their secure encrypted servers. ExpressVPN's kill switch actually protects you. If your VPN connection ever drops, network data is immediately stopped from entering or leaving your device to keep your privacy from being compromised. It's a kill switch you control. And all it takes is one easy tap of a button for ExpressVPN to secure all your devices. Take back your privacy and freedom at expressvpn.com slash Bongino and get three extra months free. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino. All right, Joseph, let's get going. It is showtime, Dan. Yes, sir, it is. Uh, listen, we've said often to the point where I get it may bother you a little bit, but it's important I tattoo it on your skull. And many of you know it because I see you tweet about it. Oh, Bongino said that and I appreciate it. Yes, it's hypocrisy what the left does, but they don't care because to them it's hierarchy. See, when you're a power hungry totalitarian, all you care about is power. And if people point out your hypocrisy, you flip them the double barreled family friendly middle finger because you're all about power. And your thing is, I have it. You don't shut up. You're never going to see a better example than this. So you see this Fox story. The ex-Twitter safety chief is now admitting that censoring the Hunter Biden scandal right before the election was, quote, a mistake. Gee, thanks. <laughs> wow. Look at that. Joe, a, a, a year plus uh, late and yeah. a dollar short, they finally admit it was yeah. a mistake. Now, he's apologizing. But as I told you many times before, this is all a scam, okay? The left doesn't care that one guy, the CEO of Twitter, 
manipulated an election prior to Elon Musk. That they, they don't care about that at all because they, you know, they had the power. Like him, I have the power. They had the power. They don't care. Yet it's really strange. When it was one guy, the prior CEO of Twitter, who was on their side censoring stuff, they loved it. Now that it's another guy who claims he's not going to censor stuff anymore for them, all of a sudden Pocahontas is having a meltdown. Pocahontas wants to post her powwow chow <laughs> recipe and she doesn't want fact checkers on her. So Pocahontas, again, I'm telling you, Joe never left. This is not a pocket. They don't care. Elizabeth Ross, Elizabeth Warren, excuse me, is a socialist totalitarian. She doesn't care you point out how hypocritical it was. She said nothing when the same Twitter company run by a different CEO helped them get elected. Here, I want you to listen to this. This is important. So she's confronted by, I think it's Jackie Heinrich over at Fox, Elizabeth Warren, and asked about Twitter. And I want you to listen to her comments. All of a sudden now, she has a problem with one guy in charge. She has no problem with Zuckerberg. She has no problem with TikTok. She has no problem with them censoring. Here, listen to this. Republicans say that um, Democrats are picking on Elon Musk. Elon Musk is doing just fine. But do you think that users have a right to freedom of speech, even if what they're saying is wrong or offensive? I think that one human being should not decide how millions of people communicate with each other. One human being should not be able to go into a dark room by himself and decide, oh, that person gets heard from, that person doesn't. That's not how it should work. <laughs> Now, I'm going to take this in a different direction here for a second. Well, same direction, different person. I set it up this way on purpose. So Pocahontas there, the author of Pow Wow Chow, she is very concerned about one guy deciding what you can or can't see on the internet. Now, it was Apple's Tim Cook that wiped Parler off the internet when they decided to wipe Parler off the app store, meaning it was not findable in the app store. Uh, Elon claims they were threatening Tim Cook and Apple to pull Twitter off that. Now they're backing down. Twitter is saying, uh, Apple's saying, we never intended on doing that. But it's strange because we haven't heard anything about Elizabeth Warren defending Twitter's right to exist as an app on I Apple devices and an iOS, despite the fact that one person, Tim Cook, ultimately will make that call. It's kind of strange. It's almost as if Elizabeth Warren is entirely full of crap, which, of course, she is. But you have to understand it is totally in your face. Again, it's a hallmark of a totalitarian. Pointing out the hypocrisy to them is of no use to changing their mind. So why do you do it, Dan? Because I have a feeling I can change some of your minds. No, not you, the conservatives and liberty lovers out there, but independents who listen to this show. The show's been catching on a lot. Our audience has grown dramatically. We look at the numbers all the time dramatically. It's not all conservatives. There are people from the other side and independents tuning into this show. I read the feedback. They are totally in your face with it. Apple right now, Apple is out there assisting the Chinese Communist Party, according to a recent report, by shutting down airdrop and limiting it to 10 minutes so that protesters against the Chinese Communist Party, their COVID death policies, right? So that they can't airdrop information to people at the request of the Chinese Communist Party. Apple did that for them. And yet it's strange. The Biden administration, Pocahontas and others have been strangely quiet about this. A, a company, Apple, U.S.-based company, working with a communist government to censor free speech. And their line for not saying anything, keep this in your head as you watch these clips. 
This is the greatest takedown I've seen on TV in a long time. Martha McCallum versus John Kirby. The White House's excuse for not speaking out for free speech in China is Apple's a private company. It can do what they want. Yet the strange thing is, so is Twitter. But they have not, all they want to say about that is how we're going to be watching Twitter. Elizabeth Warren basically threatening Elon. I want you to listen to this. This happened on Fox yesterday. This was an assault on live television. Someone should have dialed 911 immediately. White House press uh, communications guy, John Kirby, who's just humiliating himself. I've got more of him. Just, humili- just stop, John. Just stop. You had a nice career before. You just stop. Please stop. They got three cuts from this. I want you to listen to all of this. I broke it. I would have played it through, but three minutes is a long time. So I broke it down into three cuts. Here's cut one, where Martha McCallum asked John Kirby this exact question. You're attacking a private company, Twitter, because you don't like their politics and they may expose the Hunter Biden story. And yet Apple, who may be assisting the Chinese Communist Party, you're not attacking them because they're a private company. And that makes sense to you? Here's cut one. Check this out. This is an interesting uh, situation that has developed with with Apple. And and I want to start there and get your take on what Apple is doing, because they have restricted, uh, which is what the Chinese government wants, some use of airdrop ability from iPhone to iPhone because they're cutting the service down. And this is the way the protesters are communicating with each other. What does the White House, what do you say to Apple about helping the Chinese government to keep their people under control? Look, in general, and we've uh, been clear about this all around the world, we uh, uh, we want the individual citizens, uh, no matter what government they live under, to be able to communicate freely and openly, transparently and reliably. Uh, and we've uh, we've made that clear with respect to Iran, and we certainly continue to make that clear here with respect but to China. But have you made that clear now, to Apple? Apple, <laughs> Apple, Apple's a private company, Martha. They have to make uh, decisions, and uh, they have to speak for those decisions. But, but here at the White House, here in the administration, we want to see that that individual citizens, whether they're protesting or not, uh, but in this case, I know that's the context we're talking about, are, are able to communicate freely and openly. Again, she points out obvious hypocrisy. But proving my point, again, you're not wasting your time here, that communist totalitarians and authoritarian regimes don't give a damn about you pointing out the hypocrisy. Kirby doesn't care at all. He doesn't care at all that Martha's like, You won't say anything to Apple for assisting the Chinese Communist Party because they're a private company while you're simultaneously calling out a private company who may expose your boss's malfeasance on Twitter. And that makes Kirby doesn't care one bit. He doesn't apologize for it. He just moves on like, go F yourself. Nothing. I don't really care what you think. Here's part two of this where thankfully Martha McCallum does not let this go. And Martha's like, hey, buddy, um, this just doesn't make any sense. Check this out. But why not say something to Apple? Because we were just told the other day that the White House is keeping an eye on Elon Musk and Twitter. So why would you say that from the podium? You didn't say it, but Karine Jean-Pierre said it. And not call Apple out for helping the Chinese government to suppress their own people's ability to communicate. Again, I think we've been very clear and consistent on this, uh, certainly publicly. We've been very open about uh, our desires to be able to see citizens communicate. Uh, and, and, you know, Apple, uh, if this is a decision that they're making, then uh, they should have to speak to that. But uh, we, you know, we're not we can't. And we aren't in the business of of telling private companies how to to execute uh, their their initiative. Yeah, but Twitter's uh, but a private we, company, too. So why is Twitter getting one treatment? And Apple's getting another is my question. 
Well, those are completely two different circumstances. You're talking so. about the potential. Well, you're talking about the uh, the potential for perhaps uh, foreign investment and involvement uh, in the management of Twitter. That's a different issue than what we're talking about here, which is a business decision by Apple with respect to how one of their uh, applications is being well, utilized. Certainly they're those getting influenced by the by a foreign government, uh, and that government is China. Uh, oh, oh. So. I, again, John, John Kirby, how you've allowed yourself to be used as such a fool, um, I got to tell you, I find really pathetic. It's not personal. From what I've heard, you're a very nice guy, but um, you're not a man of, of principle here. I'm sorry to have to inform you. Uh, you're embarrassing yourself. And also, you know, you're embarrassing people around you who care about you. I mean, this is just pathetic. Notice his logic here. Again, this is why I'm always proud not to be a leftist. We conservatives will call out our own party and have done so and will continue to do so repeatedly when they violate principles of liberty, freedom, and conservatism. We do it all the time. All the time. If you listen to the show, you know that. Leftists will go along with anything to maintain power at the cost of their own human dignity. She says, you won't call out a private company? You just called out Twitter. No, 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 this is different. Well, how's it different, John? Because with Twitter, we think there's some foreign involvement, which, by the way, is absurd. A Saudi investment fund has money in Twitter as an equity investor, like just about every other company in America has some foreign investors, too. They're not board members. Apple, it appears, according to reports, was taking orders and instructions from the Chinese Communist Party to limit airdrop. So your second excuse, oh, it's different, it's about foreign involvement in Twitter, is even worse. Because the foreign involvement in Apple is direct if the reports are correct. John, again, please show some dignity. My gosh, how embarrassing. I rarely pay, play three clips from this, but again, hat tip to Martha McCallum for doing journalism. Yeah. Rare these days. Yeah. A great job. This is part of this again. It's about a minute. Here she's finally like, this. John, you understand, right? Nothing you're saying right now makes any sense at all. You're just embarrassing yourself. And again, Kirby just doesn't care because the hypocrisy doesn't matter. The power does. He's in charge and you're not. Take a listen. They've changed policies specifically for China when it comes to what they put on their phones. Right. I mean, and that I think, seems like something Apple- that the White House ought to be able to keep an eye on. I th- certainly think that's a fair question to ask Apple and, 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 and try to un- and make them uh, communicate why they did this. But I'm asking, uh, has we, the White House done that? Uh, have you reached out to them as a matter of national security, since we obviously have national yeah. security concerns with China, who they seem to be aiding sure in do. this process? Sure. I don't have any communications to speak to specifically with Apple executives. Again, it's a private company. Uh, they make these policies and they should have to answer for that. What we want to see is that citizens are, are reliably able to communicate, whether it's a time of crisis or not. Yeah, but you, I, I, I go back to the same thing, because we were just told that The White House will keep an eye on Twitter because they're concerned about the new Twitter 2.0 that Elon Musk is putting in where he wants more free speech on Twitter. So they're going to keep an eye on Twitter. And yet you're taking a hands off approach. You say there's been no communication with Tim Cook at Apple about this process in China with the Chinese government. 
Martha, I'm not aware that there's been any conversations uh, specifically with Apple on this particular issue. It's a private company. And as for Twitter, again, Martha, these are apples and oranges. We're talking about potential foreign investment issues, and I have nothing to report in terms of any investigations in that regard. But that was the general concern with respect to to Mr. Musk's uh, purchase of Twitter. Uh, This is a different issue. This is a policy issue inside of Apple. Uh, They they both involve foreign governments, I would argue. Um, So, you know, we can circle back around on that. You know, this being in the TV, podcasting, and radio business, one of my biggest beefs, I don't know about you guys, but I watch and consume a lot of this content. One of my biggest beefs with journalists, interviewers, and even some opinion hosts is is an effort to be overly friendly to the guests, which you shouldn't. If the guest doesn't want to come on your show, then they'll come on the damn show. Simple as that. Is they let them off the hook. The guy will not give an answer or the woman who's spouting some liberal talking point. And if you notice... You don't see that on liberal networks. If a conservative goes on a liberal network and says something the liberal host doesn't like, the liberal host will not let it go. This will go on for the entire segment. Now, on my when I do the rebuttal, the debate segment on my show, sometimes I get criticized. All right, Dan, let it go. Move on to the next question, even by my own crew. No, that's how you do it. Don't let him off the hook. Because what happened yesterday is she exposed the fact that these people are absolute frauds, which, again, doesn't matter to them, but may matter out there to some independents. I've always told you it's not the liberal you debate that matters. You're not going to change their mind. Why? They don't want their minds changed. They're power hungry. So why debate them? Because there's typically a third party listening. And when they see you're the one with reason and logic and they're the ones exposed and their hypocrisy laid bare for all to see, you may change some minds. I know I did often. I had people come up to me when I was running for office and tell me that. I've told that story many times about the Baltimore County Fair. I don't have time for it today, but you will change some minds. Folks, you see, they can afford to be hypocrites, the left, because we don't have a candid, honest, fourth estate media that holds liberals to account on their hypocrisy and embarrasses them. They let it go, rug right under. Now, they will never extend that courtesy, whatever you want to call it, ever to conservatives. I just told you, if you're a conservative on a liberal network and you say something they don't like, they will never let it go. We need to start doing the same thing. That's how it's done. And they manipulate the facts, the left, and their media allies by censoring the truth and then calling what is seemingly an opinion they don't like misinformation. I want you to watch. It's a very telling clip. There's this former CNN reporter, Maria Ressa. She was on Colbert. And I want you to listen to how she talks about social media and facts as if she understands what the facts are. She's talking about misinformation and facts, but what she's really saying is we need to use social media to suppress conservative opinion so that we don't have any counter to our silly arguments. Listen, this is a very telling clip. Check this out. If you don't have facts, you can't have truth. Without truth, you can't have trust. Without these three, we have no shared reality. We can't solve any problems. We have no democracy. That's what social media has done. It has come in and used free speech to stifle free speech. It is. This is I mean, this is you understand this is a former journalist. Suggesting that allowing people to speak freely is an attack somehow on allowing people to speak freely. How you'd believe this is a testament to your own low IQ if you're a leftist. You understand how they talk to you like you're an idiot? You know, I was just downstairs, I was talking to my wife, and 
My mother-in-law hates it when people talk down to her like anyone else would, but she really hates it. Like you're dead to her. She's like, this lady was talking down to me and I don't like it. And that's and she, You understand this is what the leftist media does to you. What they're really saying here is our opinions suck. Our policies are garbage. We suck. We're totalitarians. And in order to prevent you from seeing how bad we suck, we need to censor those opinions using social media to do it. And she wants you to believe that somehow that makes her a warrior for free speech. Again, only a moron believes this. Very, very telling clip there. They have to censor, folks. Because if the truth comes out about who they really are, people's eyes are going to open clockwork orange style and it's going to be over for them. I'll show you what I mean in a second about election deniers. It's right there. It's right here. Don't go anywhere. It's hard to grasp why anyone would keep voting for record inflation, skyrocketing crime and an open border. Likewise, why would anyone keep funding the left by sticking with the big mobile carriers? Patriot Mobile, they're America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And they want to make it easy for you to try their service. Give them 60 days to show you why we trust them here. Right now, when you try Patriot Mobile for two months, get your third month free, plus get free activation. They offer nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks, and they use the same towers as all three of the major carriers. So you get the same great service while supporting a company that's fighting to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan or call the 100% U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. If you're fed up with woke companies that don't care about your values, support a company that does. Make the switch today and get a free month of service plus free activation. PatriotMobile.com slash Dan. PatriotMobile.com slash Dan. Or call 972-PATRIOT. Thanks, Patriot Mobile. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. So they have to censor. They have to censor. I mean, don't you find it a little bit odd that conservatives have no desire to censor liberals at all? And the reason we don't is fairly obvious. We will win in a debate every time because our ideas are such garbage and they're easily falsifiable given facts, data, and reason. The left doesn't have that luxury. You get that? The left is arguing three plus three equals seven. They're never going to make fetch happen like that. We're arguing three plus three equals six. Therefore, we want to argue it, and they don't. It's obvious. Here's a perfect example. And that's why I played that lady first from CNN. She's talking about facts and why social media censorship is so key. Because, you know, it's dangerous, and we won't have a shared set of facts. In other words, you'll have some kind of January 6th because of all these election deniers. But it's strange. She doesn't mention at all the election denier that was just selected as the leader of the Democrats in the House. Weird. You know, Pelosi stepped aside. So strange. Yeah. His name, and this guy is a piece of work, let me tell you. I dealt with him up in a hearing. An extremely unpleasant guy. His name is Hakeem Jeffries. He is the new leader of the Democrats on the House side. Now, the Democrats have told you election denialists need to be put in the gulags, which is so strange because here's his tweet from February of 2018. Right here for you to see, folks. Hakeem Jeffries, blue check mark verified account guy. 
The more we learn about the 2016 election, the more illegitimate it becomes. America deserves to know whether we have a fake president in the Oval Office. Election denier! Yeah, Election denier! There it is! Election denialism! Oh, gosh, Dan, that's just one example. Maybe he just, I don't know, someone took over his Twitter account that day. Maybe he was hacked like Joy Reid's blog. Joe, did you ever get to the bottom of that? We tasked you with that a while ago. Yeah, it's been a while, and I've been working my tail off it has on been it. A while. No, I'm, I know he hasn't. No. I can tell he has because we made a bonus contingent on that. <laughs> yeah. we, we were offering Joe a mega bonus to get to the bottom. No, of no luck, brother. Blog. He hasn't got to the bottom, no. but he's working. I appreciate your hard work. Thanks, man. Here's a video cut in case you think someone's just monitoring and abusing his Twitter account. Of Hakeem Jeffries, the new Democrat side. Election denialism. Here it is right here. Check this one out. Russia interfered with our election attacked our democracy for the sole purpose of artificially placing someone at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They were successful. Election. That sounds like election denialism. Yet it's really weird. There's no calls to ban him from Twitter, ban him from TikTok, ban him from Facebook, ban him from Snapchat, have him removed from the house. There's no calls for congressional hearings. So strange. It's almost as if the media is protecting him and how Maria Ressa from CNN, she's talking about a shared reality. The reality is Donald Trump won in 2016, but Hakeem Jeffries doesn't share that reality. You just heard him say it. Strange. Shared reality and facts. Here's another tweet. I guess it was hacked. Joe, I don't want to, you know, place this on your list of to-dos, but you may have to look into this if his Twitter account was hacked, please. So we add right. that to your to-do list. Okay. We'll uh, up your bonus if you can figure it out. Here's Hakeem Jeffries' hacked Twitter account again, I guess. Here he is questioning another election. Is the North Carolina congressional seat the only one stolen by rogue Republican operatives? Is there an election Hakeem Jeffries doesn't believe was stolen? He wants a criminal investigation, Joe, because he wants to hashtag clean up corruption. Uh, this is December had of to be hacked, dude. I had to def, definitely Joe's on it. Joe's on yeah, it. Maybe it's the same person who hacked. Got this wired, Reed's man. Blog. Yeah, no, no, I know you do. I know you do. Crazy investigative skills he's got. Again, just a question for Hakeem Jeffries. Is there an election he doesn't believe was stolen where a Republican won? Just throwing that out for the crowd. Here's that hacked Twitter account again. September of 2018. Lie, cheat, and steal more than any other administration in the history of the Republic. Accusing the Republicans, again, of lying, cheating in elections and stealing Supreme Court seats. Hashtag clean up corruption. Again, is there an election? Hakeem Jeffries believes what's an election denier. Election denier. Yet there's no calls to have this guy banned from social media. It's almost as if they're giving you the double-barreled non-family friendly. Here's one more. Again, this will assist in Joe's investigation. Here's another video of Hakeem Jeffries himself. <laughs> Not a nice guy, folks. Not a nice guy at all. Here he is again. Again, these are facts. Facts. Someone should tell the CNN lady, Maria Ressa. These are facts. Shared reality. Hakeem Jeffries doesn't share that Donald Trump won the election in 2016. Here's Hakeem Jeffries again, insisting that the Trump administration is somehow illegitimate. Take a listen. Seems to me that there's a cloud of illegitimacy that continues to hang over 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. And that patriotic Americans have a responsibility to try to figure out what the heck happened in terms of the malignant tumor that seemed to have been embedded in that 2016 campaign. What did the president know? Regular order. When did he know it? Regular order. And how do we prevent this type of malignant activity from happening again? So, I mean, I'm I'm genuinely... 
curious here. How is it that the Democrats have failed to push for this guy, being that they're all over the election denialism thing, to be pushed out of leadership and to be removed from YouTube, Twitter, Facebook? I mean, they claim to be against election deniers. Well, again, the answer is obvious. They don't care about any of that. I'm just being silly. You know they don't care. Power, baby. It's all it's about. Now, they'll never criticize big tech if they're on their team. John Kirby won't criticize Apple. No Democrat will criticize YouTube or Twitter for allowing Hakeem Jeffries on the platform despite being an election denier. I just played for you the facts. There's no Listen, and by the way, the libs out there, you can take your feedback and shove it up your rump. Uh, uh, your feedback is garbage. You're free to comment on my page. But for those of you questioning any of this, those are called facts. That's Jeffrey's Twitter account. And that's Jeffrey's there talking on digital video. I'm not interested in your opinion about what he said. He said it. So you can take all your crap and again, ram it up your caboose. I'm tired of your garbage. Republican election deniers. When we have actual evidence based on statistical numbers throughout the past of mass mail-in balloting and rejection rates and fraud rates. We have actual evidence that 2020 had a lot of problems. I can't prove the counterfactual on that. You've got nothing. You've got a pee-pee tape that doesn't exist. And this idiot out there on Twitter and on video telling you Donald Trump didn't win. Your opinion means nothing to me. Nothing. You are absolute frauds. In every sense and contour of that word, that's you. Your word means nothing. I laugh at you every single time you open your mouth about this. And I've got news for you. Every other sane person does too. You'll never call out big tech as long as big tech is doing your bidding. You don't care about big tech or monopolies or like Elizabeth Warren, one person being able to determine what, uh, what free speech. You don't care about any of that crap. Here, this is going to be a really, really troubling segment. You know what? Let me get to my next sponsor. Let me get it. Watch what Google's up to with Soros. It's right here. It's a fact. This liberal-funded network, Pierre Omidar, Soros, big leftist money, they are all get rid of Google and excise it from your life as soon as you can. Maps, email, search, all of it. Let me get to my next sponsor, my good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition. Folks, this has been the key to me. I've been feeling great since I've uh, been taking this twice a day now. It's called Field of Greens. When I first met Miles from Brickhouse Nutrition, I begged him. I said, Miles, I am an enormous believer in the power of a healthy diet. Lots of fresh fruits and vegetables, clean sources of protein. A big believer. It changed my life. I've lost a lot of weight. A lot of you can see that. You're watching me on video, a lot of you. One of the keys to my diet, matter of fact, the anchor of it is this product right here, Field of Greens. Again, it's called Field of Greens. I take it twice a day. This is the wild berry flavor. I can't say enough good things about it. He's a big fan. He likes the lemon-lime. It is an amazing product. It's vital you get healthy doses of fruits and vegetables every day. And that's why I recommend and I use Field of Greens. It's packed with 18 essential fruits and vegetables, loaded with antioxidants, plus it's pre and probiotic. There's no mixing and matching pills. You just take a scoop, put it in a beverage, water, green tea, with a protein shake, whatever you want. Drink, you're good. I've had more energy and peace of mind. I have really long days. I'd be lost without this product, Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. 
and get 15% off your first order with the promo code Dan. Even better, subscribe and you'll save an additional 10% every month. Again, folks, I can't say enough about this product. It is a staple of my diet. I had a role in him creating it because I wanted it so badly. With all the viruses out there, reinforce your body. Eating fruits and vegetables is the key to good health. Here's how you get it. Again, feel the greens. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. That's BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan and use promo code Dan. Pick up Field of Greens today and wild berry or lemon lime. You're going to love it. Send me your feedback. Makes a big, a big difference in my life. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Okay. Be wary of big tech. Do not expect the Democrats to be on your side here. The Democrats love big tech and they love big money in politics. They love them. Do you see this story pop at Post Millennial? Now, fact checkers, as you well know, have been the, the, if I had to rank and triage the number one threat to free speech out there outside of business monopolies, Mechanical threats to free speech. I would put fact checkers probably at the top one or two because they're not checking facts. Matter of fact, Facebook in a court case actually admitted that, that fact checkers do no such thing. They're really just opinion makers. Now, what's the problem? then? Why would you care? I mean, opinion people can have an opinion and that's what fact checkers are. Ladies and gentlemen, the problem with fact checkers, as I've stated to you many times, is because these platforms, YouTube, Google, Facebook, previously Twitter before Elon, because they wanted to censor conservatives but didn't want to do it directly because they didn't want to deal with the fallout of Fox News stories and everything like that, what they did is they deputized, put a little shield and a badge on these so-called opinion checkers. I call themselves fact checkers. And they're all liberals, by the way. 99% of them are liberals. And they allowed them to go fact check stories on these platforms. But here's the key. And then if they don't like the story and they deem it false, you're, that's it. Your story disappears. That's the problem. I did an interview with the Wall Street Journal a while ago about this. So I was trying to explain to them. You need to understand it's not that the fact checker says your story's fake. Matter of fact, that actually helps. Wouldn't you agree? If the fact checker says your story's fake, every conservative knows it's automatically true, right? <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's it. That's not the problem. The problem is the platform then destroys the reach on your story and nobody sees it. These people have an enormous amount of power. Post-millennial story will be in the newsletter today. Bongino.com slash newsletter. Sorry if some of you had a problem signing up the last few days. I'm pretty sure we fixed that. The newsletter has been getting tremendous signups. It's free. Read this article. It's sitting right there. Google and YouTube spend millions to launch a global fact check fund. Oh, they did. Now, who are they giving $13 million to? The Pointer Institute. 
The Pointer Institute, many of you are scratching your heads. Yeah. Like, I think I've heard about the Pointer Institute. I was like, Pointer Institute? Isn't that that Soros-funded Pierre Omadier operation? Uh, I don't know. I just went to the Pointer Institute's own press release. Hey, you're scratching your head. You got a lot of hair. That's a loud head scratch. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Here's the Pointer Institute's own press release. $1.3 million in grants from Omadier Network and Open Society Foundations will expand Pointer's international fact-checking network. Pierre Omadier is the uh, founder of eBay. He is a very, very, very rich man. He is as dangerous as George Soros. He funds a lot of anti-freedom left-wing causes. The Open Society Foundation, of course, is a Soros operation. Why would Soros and Pierre Omadier be working with Google to suppress information? Because they want to censor conservatives because they don't want to have an argument about three plus three equals seven. And so that's it. That is the story. However, the story gets Here's a Google executive. Excise Google from your life like a cancer, folks. Immediately. Get away from their Gmail. Don't use Maps. Do not use their search function. If you have a website, get away from their ad network. There are alternatives. Excise Google from your life immediately. It is going to get worse. Google has committed itself to far left-wing socialist totalitarian activism in conjunction with people like Oma Dyer and the Soros Network. It's right here in front of you. Read this post-millennial story. A different one? Yeah, a different one. Google executive. We need to move from defense to offense, fighting misinformation. This was uh, Yasmin Green. Now, again, misinformation means what? Misinformation, Joe, obviously means conservative opinion. That's correct. So now they're not going to use fact checkers for defense. They're going to use liberal opinion checkers to go on offense to make sure that they can do behavioral interventions to pre-bunk stories before they even make it out on the Internet. Behavioral interventions, my gosh, damn, get your tinfoil cap out. I'll hold the tinfoil cap for now because here's another story from Reclaim the Net. Google to introduce behavioral interventions. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, every time. You can read this in the newsletter too. So Google wants to fund left-wing Soros-funded fact checkers. Google then wants to go on offense with these fact checkers. And then they want to pre-bunk information so it barely makes it to the internet using behavioral interventions. Here's a screenshot from that piece. You can read this yourself. Dee Dee Rankovic wrote it. Reclaim the Net. Great, great website. How's this behavioral intervention by Google supposed to work? Well, Google's put up a site that states the goal is to provide accuracy prompts. Oh, really? That would refocus your attention towards whatever Google decides qualifies as accurate information. Code word, liberal websites. And to reach it, this accurate information, the hypothesis currently seems to be that reminding individuals to think about accuracy when they might be about to engage with false information, i.e. a conservative website, can boost users' pre-existing accuracy goals. Folks, it's, it's right there, man. It's right there. Excise Google from your life. Please. I know I say this and use this kind of term and phrase and words a lot, but it's hard for me to emphasize using strong enough words connected together in a sentence, how important it is that you excise Google from your life. I know it's hard. I've had a hard time too. I'm not going to spin your wheels. We still have attachments to Google. We'd love to get rid of and we're working on it, but we've got rid of most of them. 
maps, Google ads. We've forbidden Google ads. Our podcast, we've, we ripped off the Google store. We don't want anything to do with Google. There's some email issues we're working on now and it's slow, but it's happening. Get them out of your life. Do not listen to podcasts on the Google network. Do nothing with Google. Do not use their search engine. It is a far left wing, far left wing communist worshiping outfit that is using you to create a dystopian Orwellian language future that suppresses freedom and liberty and conservatism. Make no mistake. Google is by far, by far the most dangerous company in America. I, I, the, Apple's, they may be tied, but it's close. It's been a long time since I've used anything Google other than what I had to. Me, yeah, long me either, time. Me either, brother. And search is the worst. They're accumulating yeah. all your information. Yeah. Get away from Google. All right, here's what I got coming up next. Speaking of fact checkers, where are the bevy of fact checkers? There's been a few. But where are the USA Today fact checkers, Reuters, Bill D. McCarthy, Jacob Reyes, Lewis Jacobson? Where are all they uh, on fact checking Biden's, again, obvious lies about the border? I think the Washington Post jumped on it, but he keeps lying again right to your face. That's why the border's out of control. Folks, will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden? Probably. Probably more spending. Probably higher taxes. We just saw this budget proposal, which is going to lead to insane inflation. This budget proposal is ridiculous, folks. If you're unsure how the next two years will unfold, talk to Birch Gold Group about protecting your savings with gold. I buy gold from Birch Gold. I've done it multiple times. You can too. B-I-R-C-H. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. That's right. They'll help you own gold and silver in a tax-sheltered account. Here's what you need to do. Text DAN, D-A-N, to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold and then talk to one of their precious metal specialists. They'll hold your hand through the whole process. Protect yourself with gold today by texting DAN to 989898. I use this company multiple times. Customer service, amazing. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, Birch Gold is who I trust to protect my future and yours. Text Dan to 989898 today. Birch Gold. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Message and data rate supply. Thanks, Birch Gold. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. So this story, I just, it, I'd say I find it hilarious, but there's nothing funny about our country being systemically destroyed and rotting from the ground up because we don't have borders anymore. We have suggestions. It's a suggested border. See, because a border, you have to stop. See, on this border, you don't have to say, you just walk right in, you get a flight to wherever you want. So it's not a border, it's a suggestion. So story you see in my newsletter again, Karine Jean-Pierre claims, again, without any evidence whatsoever, that President Biden has visited the border. That's really strange because I, you know, was a, an agent in my prior life and he was the vice president for two terms. And the president, they kind of keep records of this, you know, records and things like that. They're all, we haven't really seen Biden at the border. So strange, right? So here's Corrine Jean-Pierre. I want you to remember, I've been asked this a lot. And this is the, ordinarily, I ignore stories like this because they're just, you know, they're just dumb. But this story is a purpose. I received a few questions from listeners. Why won't Biden go to the border and just kill the talking point, right? Makes sense, right? I mean, 
Why hasn't Biden been to the border? Oh, look, I'm going to go and shut everybody up. Why doesn't he do it? He may, but the reason they don't want to do it, and you learn this through an advanced work in the Secret Service, is politics is two things and two things only. It's sound bites and snapshots. That's it. No one listens to a whole presidential speech. If you screw up in a soundbite, that's what the speech was about. It could be the great, it could be the Gettysburg Address. Other than that, it's small soundbites and snapshots. What they're afraid of is Biden's going to go down to the border, the real border, and they're going to clear out the whole place to make it look cute and nice. And what's going to happen? A group of immigrants is going to show up and embarrass them. They're terrified of the snapshot. That's why he won't go down there. They're terrified a border patrol agent is going to interrupt them during a speech with a soundbite, and that'll be the whole speech. Please take mark my words on this. Mark them. I'm telling you that's what they're afraid of. Flag it. Flag it, please. Because if they go down there, one of those things is going to happen, and it's going to blow up in his face. But that doesn't stop them, of course, from just blatantly lying about him going to the border when everybody knows it hasn't happened. Here's Corrine Jean-Pierre yesterday. Unbelievably, again, right in your face, double-barreled, family-friendly. Oh, no, no, Biden's been there. Here, check this out. We know the president's never been down to the border. The possible next speaker says that he wants him to go with him. So is he going to? So, look, uh, he's been there. He's been to the border. Uh, no, he hasn't. Come on, Dan, you don't have any evidence of that. Um, actually, I do. I have Joe Biden during a town hall telling everyone he hasn't been to the border. Maybe Corrine Jean-Pierre should have checked this out. Here, uh, listen to this. Do you have plans to visit the southern border? Uh, I've been there before and I haven't. I mean, I know it well. I guess I should go down. But the but, but the whole point of it is I haven't had a whole hell of a lot of time to get down. I've been spending time going around looking at the $900 billion worth of damage done by uh, by hurricanes and floods and and weather and tra- and traveling around the world, but uh, I plan on now. My wife Jill has been down. She's been on both sides of the river. She's seen the circumstances there. It's a good point by Gee. He's got time to go to Delaware and sun his loins there. Oh weekend. yeah, he's president of the United States. He hasn't been to the border. He just said it right there. Preacher, oh, he's been to the border. No, no, he hasn't. He's already said it. Korean Jumpy, anyone changing their vote, by the way? I forgot to ask. Anyone? Still Eat? sucks. Joe? Still sucks. Okay, good. Just want to make sure. I don't want to disrespect you guys and, you know, the tide's turn. Thanks, man. Folks, there's a re- <laughs> You know, we need a reality. Forget about fact checker, man. We need a reality checker. We do. We need a reality checker for this administration. <laughs> Forget about facts. Oh, look at it. They get this most popular podcast globally thing on on uh, Spotify. Joe Rogan, number one. No surprise there. It's on Fox right now. I want to thank you, by the way, for making us uh, number seven on the podcast charts, the Triton charts. I would thank you. I think I told you that before. But they do. They need a reality check. I told you before that we were going to have some more sad appearances by John Kirby. And I, I, I mean it. Sad because the guy had a pretty decorated career in the military and has chosen agitprop socialist propaganda for his second life. And folks, it's just embarrassing and humiliating. I'm really sorry. I get asked to say and do a lot of things by a lot of people. I'll leave the details out of it. I promise you, yeah, my word, we don't do it no matter what. I don't care who asks and how powerful they are. We're not going to sit here and spout off people's propaganda. John Kerry, uh, John uh, Kirby, excuse me. Uh, John Kirby was on Fox and Friends yesterday. And Brian Kilmeade, uh, one of the hosts, was having absolutely none of this I don't, this is not, this is really tragic. 
that a military man like Kirby, after our disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan, again, a policy I understand over the long run had to happen. I'm a realist on that. There's no question the abandonment of Bagram first was a tactical military mistake for the ages. We lost 13 of our best and countless more on the Afghan side because of the horrible way we withdrew. Just admit you screwed up. Here's John Kirby, former military guy, trying to defend this thing. Not only trying to defend the withdrawal from Afghanistan, but make it out like it was some kind of paragon of military success. And Kilmeade's having absolutely none of it. He just right to his face is like, oh, please. Here, check this out. Let's talk about the Defense Department's annual report, because it is uh, saying that Biden's fumbled withdrawal from Afghanistan was a propaganda gift to China. Do you agree with that? No, I do not. Uh, And I don't know that uh, that's the Pentagon's assessment that it was a propaganda gift uh, to to China. If anything, uh, nations like China and Russia took a look at what we did in Afghanistan. And we've talked about this many, many times over the last year uh, and and had to marvel uh, at the speed, the efficiency and effectiveness uh, that a very small number, a very small number of troops. Brian, you listen to me now. Hear me out. A small number of troops were able to move that many Afghans safely out of that country. Uh, No other nation in the world can do that. Good for Brian Kilmeade. Really? Oh, please. Just sit there. Oh, hear me out, Brian. Yeah, we did hear you. You sound like an idiot. I'm really sorry. I don't mean to make it, but you sound like just a moron. We lost 13 guys. There are people on this show who know stuff about. I mean, please, please stop. Just come out and admit it was a debacle. We learned from it. God rest the souls of those who were killed in this horrible incident. We screwed it up, and we're not going to do it again. Holy Moses, man. When are you people voting for Democrats going to have enough of this stuff? When is it going to get bad enough for you? Biden's been to the border. Lie. Afghanistan was great. It's a model for other countries. Are you serious? Bro, are you, are you an idiot? You're a military guy. Have some dignity, man. Here's another gem from the administration. You know, Rochelle, Rochelle Walensky, the CDC director. Do you see this, Joe? This is an actual tweet. This, folks, I had to go back and check that this wasn't a joke and I wasn't being played. This is a tweet from the CDC director. Guys, tell me what's wrong with this. This year marks the 50th anniversary, the end of the Tuskegee syphilis study. Tomorrow, I'll be joined by colleagues and public health leaders as we honor the 623 African-American men, their suffering and sacrifice, and our commitment to ethical research and practice. Holy Moses. The Tuskegee Airmen were not part of a syphilis study. They were the study. They were injected with syphilis, you idiot. Yes. We, what a, this, this, they don't, dude, they don't, there is, no, right, I gotta go. I, I can't, I don't even want to, I, I, I don't even know why I put that in there because it's going to aggravate the hell out of me. All right. Two more stories coming up. One of them is very important about your gun rights. It's something I warned you about. And now that chicken's coming home to roost. But I got an email yesterday from one of my best, Joe, remember 279er? Sure Back. Do. Oh yeah. 279er emailed me yesterday. Love him. One of the best law enforcement sources we've ever had. And the 279, it was, it's like, hey, Dan, you know that story you covered yesterday in Wired? Listen to yesterday's podcast for all the details about the FBI cell phone geofence warrant, where basically if your cell phone was at the Stop the Steal rally on January 6th, 
you were caught up in an FBI warrant. I was. I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, that's the point. That's exactly the point. 279er says, you know, Dan, isn't that interesting uh, that the FBI can put a geofence warrant around the Stop the Seal rally to identify all 6,000 people or something there? But they can't seem to geofence in the middle of the night, the January 6th bomber all by himself alone on the street at the RNC and DNC dropping off a bomb. Yeah, Joe, as you would say, weird. So freaking weird. It's almost as if the FBI doesn't want you to know who the January 6th bomber was. I got an FBI whistleblower, my good friend Kyle, coming back on the podcast tomorrow for a brief interview on just that. Almost as if they don't want you to know who that was. Was it an FBI source who went rogue? I don't know. Point is, the FBI says they don't know either. Really? Most important story of the day. Saved it for last, so it's fresh in your mind when this show is over. You're not going to hear this story in a lot of places, but it's a serious one. I've told you repeatedly and often that the left's goal on your Second Amendment rights, because being a totalitarian is hard when the population's armed. That's just a fact. That's why the Chinese Communist Party loves preying on an unarmed citizenry. The video I saw yesterday, the Chinese Communist Party thugs in an apartment beating up a guy with his little baby crying in the background. It's horrible. I didn't want to, I didn't want to show it. It's bad. It's what happens when you have an unarmed populace that gets preyed on by totalitarians. So one of the weapons the left has against your right to defend yourself against big government, totalitarians, criminals, and everyone else, and your right to self-protection, one of the weapons they have or want is a list. They want a list of gun owners. Why? Because they want to know where to get the guns when the time is right, and they can pass legislation saying we're coming to get the guns. But they don't know where the guns are, so they're afraid no one's going to comply. They have always wanted a list. Here's the problem they a list, a national list of gun owners is illegal. But what if they could do a workaround and get a list that isn't a national list per se, but it's a de facto list. In other words, it serves the same purpose. I now told you that's the purpose of universal background checks repeatedly. What does that have to do with it? See, right now you can sell a gun legally, of course, to someone else and whatever you'd like, you give it to a family member and you don't have to pass through a, a background check in certain circumstances. So that gun, if they show up at your house to seize it, you can say, I just sold it. Sorry, I don't have it. But with universal background checks, their response is going to be, yeah, really? Where's the background check on it? Oh, oh, that's so universal background checks are really a way to create a government list. Yes, of course. Well, that's not really working out for them. So what happened? Well, they've taken to the private sector to do it for them. Sounds like how I opened up the show today. Just like they take to Google and YouTube and Facebook to censor for them. Yeah. Read this story, Fox News, in the newsletter today. The Montana Attorney General, he's doing a good job here, is concerned that FedEx and UPS may be tracking gun ownership for the White House. So apparently FedEx and UPS have now decided that if you're going to get these guns shipped, that you're to create three distinct groups. And this group is indicating, this gun group is saying, hey, this is really strange. Like, in other words, if they got a shipment in the past of, say, shirts, like these We the People shirts, and in that shipment was also some firearms, it would just be classified as a shipment. But now FedEx and UPS are saying, no, 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 you got to break out the guns separately. So we have a little list 
of where the guns are and where they went. Oh, that's interesting. A spokesman for FedEx told Fox News Digital, companies aware of the letter from the attorney general, and they're committed to lawful and safe movement of regulated items throughout our network. Sounds like a boilerplate to me. Now you've got shipping lists of the guns. And then remember I told you they had demanded that gun dealers, FFLs, federal firearms licensees, that they had made them change the MCC codes. In other words, if you got a credit card and you went to a gun store, it was just, called, it was just a retail purchase. Now it's going to be under this merchant category code. It's going to be classified as a gun store purchase, which is something the left always wanted. And I was called a conspiracy theorist. I said, this is a way they can get a list of everybody who bought a gun. That's a conspiracy theory, I was told. Really? Here's an article at law.com. Banks devising ways to ID mass shooters before they strike. Banks are developing technologies to push credit card companies to more closely track gun purchases, to identify mass shooters. Is that what it's for, really? They note that detection scenarios are in the works that if triggered would prompt banks to file a suspicious activity report based on certain gun purchases. We're at the early stages of this, they note. This code just got approved in October, so the detection scenarios are still being brought together. I want you to listen to the second part of this. How are the banks going to figure this all out, filing suspicious activity reports on people? Well, they're going to do it using the new merchant category code I warned you about. You're not wasting your time here, folks. They're going to get a list. Come hell or high water, they're going to get a list. And that's how they're going to come for your guns when they pass their law banning your guns. You've been warned. All right, folks, thanks for tuning in today. Really appreciate it. If you want to, oh, yeah, questions. That's right. We haven't done that in a while. Questions for tomorrow's show, go to Locals. I'm at Bongino on Locals, and I'm on True Social at Bongino. Submit your questions for tomorrow's show. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. It's been a while. Um, I just wanted to play this on the way out, too. Uh, a little bit of good news. I forgot. Did you have the Ricky Gervais? I want to play. On the way out, I just wanted to see this. It's been about a year since, uh, given all that's going on with Apple, that there was this the Golden Globes, Ricky Gervais was on the Oscars, whatever, I don't care. Ricky Gervais was hosted, and leave you on a good note, uh, this happened. Apple roared into the, the TV game with a morning show, a superb drama, yeah. A superb drama about the importance of dignity and doing the right thing made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. So, well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. If ISIS started a streaming service, you'd call your agent, wouldn't you? So, if you do win an award tonight, don't use it as a, a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, if you win, right... Come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your god, and f*** off, okay? Might have leave you with a little bit, of, little bit of humor about the whole Apple. <laughs> Folks, please subscribe to the podcast. We really appreciate it. Keep us rocking up the charts. We, uh, we deeply appreciate it. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, also on Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino. Submit those questions too. See you on the show tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.